So I went to LA. Yes, yes, I did. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. Um, yeah, I uh, wanted to start this this episode off with a few thoughts. So whenever I travel, I always seem, I hate to say always, because like I'm scared I'm going to jinx it, but I don't really think that's how it works. But every time I travel, I tend to, I think it's a change of scenery. The environment like literally lets your mind, um, it lets your mind like go uh, slash like expand. Um, it just, it makes you think different that you, I don't know if there's another way to replicate it. Like getting out of like your normal daily groove is for short time, a long time. Um, is it might be the only way to start thinking different about everything and anything. Um, <clears throat> very interesting. So I'm a huge advocate of traveling and spending money you may not even have on it. Um, cause I think it is so valuable. It is such an education you get, um, other that you couldn't get otherwise, um, and who knows how that can turn that like who knows how that thinking can turn your like your your next life your next days around the rest of the rest of your life in the short term maybe the long term um I, on many trips i'm thinking about now i get so many ideas for something that i've been working on i don't know how to do i just it's like time to think through it or it's something totally like unrelated um that i start thinking about i'm like this is sweet um so yeah i um I visited a buddy of mine, and uh, we've been thinking about it for a while, and he uh, he might have been moving back soon, so we wanted to make sure we got some time out there. Um, it was a short trip, just uh, like two or three days, three days, three or four days, but uh, we did some hiking, and uh, we're out outside, which is, uh, you know, what I love. Um, nature um, kind of allows me to feel like my my shoulders aren't bumping against the the, the uh, typical day-to-day, the culture um, of where I'm at. It just it helps me uh, just, I feel more free when I'm outside, when I'm in a tent. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's good. Um, and when you're with like-minded folks, uh, like-minded friend, it uh, just multiplies it all the more, all the more. So that's, that's very cool. Um, but there was a couple, not but, so out of that were a couple ideas that I, I jotted down that I started that either my buddy and I, like we were talking about, just stuff I kind of realized like later on the way out there, on the way back. Um, it's uh, I got three or four here, and uh, I think they're all pretty good. Um, well, you know, good's relative, but you know what I mean. And, you know, it could be bad at one point and good at, the, good at another, you know, who knows. But uh, yeah, so here we are. Um, I'm just going to start reading what I wrote and you know how I roll with these, with these, these entries here. I don't really, uh, proofread it or read too much. I like to get it. It's going to just be a little hard to read through, but, uh, if I took any more time to, to clean it up before, beforehand, I, I would lose, I would lose the, uh, spirit of the thought. So number one, um, this was just a, a question. What internal pressure um, do I put in myself that keeps me from really flourishing? Now, I don't even know what brought this question about, um, but apparently uh, something did. Um, what? So 
what like I think we put pressure. I put pressure on myself, and perhaps you do too. And I think it really keeps us from flourishing. I think it perhaps uh, tightens us up. Um, and I really want to be better about kind of being more relaxed, um, being intentional about uh, my breathing in all situations, noticing how my body reacts to things, how I react to things, how I feel towards things, how I'm thinking towards things um, in everyday uh, and, and in everyday anythings. And, um, you know, I think they're, they're, those pressures just keep us from, or expectations keep us from uh, moving in a direction that we want to. Okay. Um, this, this next point, I, I like this one. So, uh, and, and point one, uh, jumping on to point two, um, this is what I, and this is a kind of a culmination of certain podcasts or a, a synthesis of certain podcasts I've been listening to. Um, and then for some reason, while we were walking out on the trail, it struck me. Um, and uh, here, here it is. <clears throat> Life is art. Oh, I know why we're thinking about it. We're, we're trying to de define what life is. Um, and... I think we, we, we settled on suffering first. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. Um, but I didn't want to, though though true, I didn't want to stop there because I know there's like the Buddha or Zen mentality. It's like life is suffering. So it's like you just kind of embrace the suck. And that, in fact, gives you strength and peace to move through it. But no buts. However, the um, I didn't want to stop there or, or, or stall there because I think I can easily... Uh, switch that around in my head to from what it was meant to mean to more of a victim uh, mentality. And I didn't, uh, that wasn't the intent of that saying, I don't believe it. I don't want to stay there, obviously be there or stay there. Um, so one of the, so I continued, we continued talking and here, here's one of the things that came out of it. So life is art, not survival. In art, the process, the journey is the reward. Life has a means in and of itself when it's art. In survival, you're in lack of some sort. You're needy. So, only the ends justify the means of the journey of life, a.k.a. existence. So, just unpacking that a little bit, like, so yeah, when life is art, I've, I envisioned it this way. I feel like a lot of us, myself, when I say a lot of us, I pretty much just mean me and assuming I'm not alone. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like a lot of us, um, we, how do I say this? We, I, I think we tend to live in a survive. I tend to live in a survival mode, like, like uh, perhaps, uh, calculating in an unhealthy way too much, thinking about the next thing, not being here now and here, um, I keep hearing this from other people here. Um, man, I wish this was a transcript, an auto, an automatically transcripted video and see how they would write here if they would get it right. <laughs> so life is like, I want to be here now. And from what I've heard lately is like, here is all we have. Now is all that we have. So when you're in survival mode, it's like, there's this, you're always tense. There's this low grade tense um, that it is exhausting. And, um, 
I, when I see other people like creating or feel they, they have a look or a feel of freedom and like a, a lightheartedness, I want to be more lighthearted. Um, when you're in survival, you're not, you're not like that. Cause you're always, you're looking for what you need for what you don't have. But what I've been telling myself lately, like life is art. I, I, I have right now, I don't need anything. Of course we need something, but I don't need anything. Life is art. And when you're in like art mode, like you have the freedom, the peace to explore an idea and you have zero idea where it's going to go and you don't care. It's just fun to explore it. That's what I want life to be like. Just fun to explore the ideas, the, the things in our, in our heads and our minds and our hearts. Um, and I'm not even talking about anything super like specific, like, like you have to be doing art, but just like, it's almost like an art form as you move through the standard stuff of life. And I think when you are, have that art mentality, that peace, that freedom, the mentality, I'll follow this where it goes mentality. And I, I don't need something on the other side of that. I think that opens up or perhaps makes us more aware of certain possibilities, um, helps us appreciate, um, helps us have, you know, be, have gratitude, be gracious um, towards uh, anything and everything. I think it helps us slow down, helps us maybe not react so much. Um, you know, something, you know, bumps us when something bumps us. Um yeah, so I I really appreciated that that came out of this that that trip. That was one thing. Um, cool. I might come back to that, but I think we're pretty good on that. Uh, third point. Um, this was a question around uh, the fire with whiskey. <laughs> so, um, but some, some those are the best philosophical moments, aren't they? Um, this question came to me when we were on the fire and I think I know what, I think I know why I asked it because, well, let let me ask the question first. So what stops you from being you? What stops Joe from being Joe? What stops you from being you? So that, that question popped up and, I think for me, the first thing I that kind of came to mind was voices, um, other people's imaginary voices specifically. It's almost like I, whatever, and this actually totally, this was amazing. This actually correlates exactly to what um, I picked up a book at the airport um, on the way back. Um, Jay Shetty's Live Like a Monk, and it had this line in it. And that, and, and um, I, sorry, I, I laughed because I feel like I can't pass up the story of, uh, I then uh, just re- returned it right away because I could read the excerpt on the plane. And I knew I wouldn't be able to absorb more than that. <clears throat> and then I bought it for half the price uh, on Amazon, sorry, uh, because, you know, it's like super full price at the airport. You know how, you know, the old Hudson News. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to cut you any deals. So I thought that was funny. Um, so what I'm getting, hold on, wait, wait right there. I'm going to actually get the book. All right. You still there? I'm here. Okay. 
So here here's the here here is the line specifically. And this goes this this goes right along with kind of what I was feeling um around the fire when I asked that question. Um so let me just kind of read uh the first uh, section here in 1902 the sociologist charles horton cooley wrote i am not what i think i am and i am not what you think i am i am what i think you think i am so that just that when i read that that blew me away because i think i've actually heard that before and didn't it didn't sink in and then you know years later um it does and so i'm sitting on the fire yeah voices other people's imaginary voices what i imagine other people is what stops me from being me so i'm like well i need to start thinking about you know i need to start making up stories so to speak um because i am anyways i need to change the narrative of what i think other people might be thinking about me in my head um i need to believe that everyone around me wants genuinely wants the best for me. They understand my actions. If they could get inside my brain, they would totally understand it. Um, and I need to I want to reciprocate that. Um, however, I can do that. Um, so yeah, uh, what else did I write here? Along with that, I wrote friend and cultural judgment. Oh, those are just other voices, friends and cultural judgment. Um, Oh, yeah. So then I wrote down, so intentionally think that your friends, the people around you, are thinking something else entirely. They're, they are for what you want 100%. So believe that about the people or about the voice that you hear, whether it's culture, your friends, they, they want they want you. And if you, <laughs> I wrote down, because there's always a if else, right? The, the, uh, the, uh, the binary in me. The... Uh, if they're not for what you want 100% or if you can't, like, you physically can't imagine that for them, I wrote, well, get new friends. Hang with people more in your current mindset. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe that is necessary uh, to an extent. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. Uh, fourth point and possibly the last point. You know, I say possibly because we all know how I roll with this. Um, so... Here's what it says. Actually, wait, let me read it a little bit here. Oh, okay. Great. It's so this has to deal with happiness. And I started, I'm starting, I am on the road to, I'm, I'm like redefining uh, happiness. And I had a really cool experience today about this, actually. Um, thinking about how like God um, wants us to be happy. Um, I feel like growing up, a lot of people, and you know, whatever I guess name you want to give, give God. I'll say God, God. Um, the idea that God wants you to be happy, and this is just today. This is I didn't write this down, so that this this is like this is pretty fresh. Um, I was like I was like God wants us to be happy, and I, that's where I started redefining. Because I'm like I feel like the way I grew up and culture says the immediate response, and why it's the immediate response, I don't know, but it's like. No, that's not God's primary concern. And it's like, well, I'm not I'm not going there. Number 1, like I thought of my niece. Um she's just born. I want her to be happy. I want my friend that just visited to be happy. Of course, um 
you know, you know what I want, you know what I want for them more so if this, if this is an option, if their happiness is going to be better in the long run, if something a little hard or I guess even a lot hard happens now, well then if it's going to be like exponentially better then the hard, then I want the hard thing for them. I want the hard thing for me. Ooh, that hurts to say though. Knock on wood, something's going to happen. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> it's like, I, so I started thinking about happiness and it's like, I don't understand why there was such a huge like cultural the way because the 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 other side of it is and hopefully there's more than two but when I would like hear or people say like you know God's happiness isn't your primary concern like I I get it but I feel there's another message that's usually preached uh, sub subconsciously subliminally and I, I was not intending to go here but we'll see where this goes um, is like so if you're not supposed because then you hear like, well, you're not supposed to be happy. Therefore, my I feel like for me, my only my only other option is then, well, I just need to always then like hate myself a little bit, be dissatisfied with myself a little bit. Um, because if God's not concerned with my happiness, and I shouldn't be concerned with my happiness, and I shouldn't be happy. So then I should so there it's so there, there's like the the only alternative I have for that is then you need to make yourself a little miserable. And that's that's bullshit, right? I mean, that's bullshit. So given the two, I'm going to say God wants you to be happy. Okay. And maybe there's something in between, but God wants you to be happy. God wants me to be happy. Um, so there's that. So um, now I don't, I don't know what to do with people who are miserable, people who are enslaved. God wants them to be happy too. Um, God wants freedom for them also. Um, how how can we like how can I when I say we it takes it takes the focus off of me. How can I help all the like that the hard stuff in the world like that, the injustice like that? Um Yeah. I don't I don't want to remove myself from the power that I may or may not have that I can choose to have the responsibility I feel like as another human on this earth to help people. And I don't want to forget that. And I want to do something about it and not, not just talk about it, but it'll start with talking. Um, and then hopefully uh, it will, it will grow from there and expand from there. Um, so I will now actually read point four. <laughs> um, I guess what I just said could all be like maybe uh, um, a minutia background of uh, this. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe it's like a big pillow that this sits in. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so it's not wrong or weak or okay. It's not wrong or weird that so many of us are looking for happiness. I feel like we hear that a lot now with COVID and the pandemic. I feel like it brings a, it has brought so many things to the surface. What we need is to not think it's weird or wrong that people are looking for happiness, but we need to fully explore it. There is a, we need to fully explore like our happiness. Let's go into it. There's a reason we are as unhappy as ever and only exploring it deeply. Even if it sounds vain or superficial on the surface will lead to a better humanity. So what I'm saying there. Is like well then do 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 what you think will make you happy and it, it doesn't have to be self like selfish at all that's that's the, that's the, like kind of the funny part like 
being generous might make you happy. Giving giving stuff away might make you happy. You know, it's, it's, it's not. I feel like happiness is always connected to like, I'm just gonna drink, eat, and say f you all. You know, I'm gonna do what I want. No, that's that's just weird, actually. And no, no one's really lived that way and been happy. So, <laughs> it's like, I think, however it looks like, all right, we'll, we'll do what makes you happy. You know. Respond to the text. Reach out to the friend. You know, whatever you want to do. Eat the or order the pizza once. I know you're gonna be pissed off later because you're overweight, but you know, maybe once is okay. But if you know you're gonna be pissed off, then don't eat it. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, however you define happiness, which that's always elusive. Um, maybe we just need to push into it more because there's a reason as a culture. I think we have more than ever in society and we've all heard the stats right like depression and like anxiety especially among like teenagers um i know it's attributed a lot to like social media um i'm not against that um i just think um just any new tech there there's a there's a good side and a bad side right and we have to learn how to how to kind of cage the beast of every of every tech step forward um you know, the, the underbelly, as I've heard it said. Um, yeah, so the, I had one more sentence attached to this. Um, so even if it sounds vain or superficial on the surface, exploring our happiness will lead to a better humanity. I believe this because those things that will make us happy usually mean leaving the people around us better off. That's... Because that makes everyone happy. When you know someone's better off because of you and they, I would say, and they appreciate it, which they always don't or don't see it. But like, it's almost what I said earlier about like living in the now, the carefree. It's almost like, you know, concentrating on like breathing slowly like or, or fast, whatever whatever the need takes. Or just being present, being aware, having this, having where, like remembering where you are now. Um, it's connected to that too. So... I don't know. It's about it's about all we got here. Um, couple couple of good couple of good uh, nuggets there. I think that came out of this trip so far. Um, it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, feel free to uh, write it right in the comments uh, wherever you listen to this. Uh, at, you know, iTunes, Spotify, iTunes. Does people use iTunes anymore? Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, yeah, if you like it, uh, give it give it some stars. I hear other people saying that. You know, rate it high because then it gets higher, which I guess is a good thing if you think it's a good thing. And if you want, if you want other people to hear it, I guess they always ask for like more information than you're willing to give, though. You know what I mean when you ask for feed when these platforms ask for feedback. So if you don't, I understand, but it'd be pretty cool. I think if you did, then other people would like it too. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, yeah. Again, thanks for uh, listening, and I hope to see and or hear from y'all soon, however that works. All right, bye.